It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Saturday Friends Club. We get together. We watch things together as a group of friends. Is this our, like, Saturday Friends Club after dark episode? (laughs) (laughs) The past, like, these three, we're in the thick of it on this one. Oh, yeah. Real thick. Real thick. Yeah. I, I wish thing. I could make I wish I could make more like body jokes, but I, this movie is this movie is like the reverse of arousing. <laughs> I mean, you were you weren't just turgid the entire time. <laughs> Turgid's a fun word. Let's just admit that. I'm Josh. It's like pouring pouring a bucket of cold water in your pants. Yeah, that's Eric <laughs> over here. Uh, we've got Gabe is with us as well. Hello, and we've got our our chosen one this episode. Kyle's back in. I, Hello. I choose to vote him off the island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great swimmer. <laughs> Kyle, just come back. <laughs> Keep swimming, fucking back, making us watch this movie. <laughs> Just got a VHS of just orgasmo taped to his back. Inside of a plastic bag taped to his chest. Using it as a flotation device. Yeah. Turns out that there's an overturned tanker like a mile away from the drop-off spot that is, is just filled with VHSs of orgasmo. Is this movie early enough to have there been a laser disc version? Oh, quite. I imagine Ooh. there could have I, been. I mean, like... like uh... Do you really want that high definition of a John uh, Ron Jeremy? When did they make the Frighteners? Oh, I don't know. Because I've seen that on Laserdisc before, so I'm going to assume the true the same is true of Orgasmo. <laughs> I'm just going to assume. <laughs> uh, boy. So we're talking about Orgasmo this uh, this time. Are we? We I are. Spoiled it. We have I to. Did. We oh, do. God. We have to address the Orgasmo. You knew it was going to happen someday. Yeah. Uh, so, as I said, it's Kyle's suggestion to do Orgasmo based off of the fact that we did, uh, well, I mean, kind of based off of Gabe's suggestion, but, you know, it is also well in line with the, hey, dudes with some sexy, sexy time. This, oh, this is, it's a dude movie. Yeah, it's this is totally like, a dude movie. This is in the, like, white dude boner movie, like, 90s boner <laughs> movie genre. I know this somehow make this this somehow. Oh god, this is so much worse. Well, let's not forget that it's uh, you know Trey Parker and Matt Stone joint. Oh fuck! You know your favorite boys. I wouldn't say they're my favorite. I hate them so much. <laughs> I'm honestly like so. Here's the thing about Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I like their movies better than I like their one singular show. Oh yeah, yeah I, I I'm I guess I'm in the minority and I really don't like South Park. No, I hate South Park. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm neutral across all fronts. I have not watched South Park in at least five years, so I have no idea what's going on or if it still holds water. No. Or no. <laughs> it's just it it's just still like no, it's bad. I feel like South Park for me, like it had its first two ish seasons that were just kind of like weird, crazy, gross out humor. Then they had like a span of maybe four or five seasons where they got a little like they actually started to inject some sort of story and not just be pretty much just like shock mongers for a while and yeah. actually started really add, satirical too yeah like a real good satirical bent and i don't know how like i've heard that they've had some drop-offs in like past seasons supposedly this season has gotten considerably better but like it's one of those things of like i'm not watching it so i don't know and yeah it is at least interesting like going back and watching like some of the live action stuff that they did too like outside of south park because like you can i know there's like there's like that same kind of charm in this movie that there kind of is in like the early South Park a little bit, which I think I kind of enjoyed. It there's something very definite that like the similarities between this movie and the next one we're gonna do, 
And then I've seen Book of Mormon, which I Book of Mormon feels like a much it, it's this kind of humor, but it's like at this point they've managed to polish it a little bit. Yeah. This felt like their experimental college film, and they probably like found their stripes by the time they made Book of Mormon. Uh, yeah, but still, Book of Mormon had had good bits in it, and like wasn't like this. This movie is like aggressively unfunny. So <laughs> if you if you want to go Here through, we go. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out right. Like this movie was like was just deadly. All right. Well, if you want to run through the filmography of Trey Parker, because I know you do. Um, we can start with Cannibal the Musical. Yep. Okay. Uh, Orgasmo is the next one, so we're starting with the with the little baby boy of our two coming in hot. Yeah. Uh, followed by the next one, we're gonna do Basketball. Uh, then South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Then we got uh, Terror Firmer, Ronnie Run, uh, Run Ronnie Run. Then Team America, World Police, The Aristocrats, and then Despicable Three for some reason. Wait, that really? Yeah. I've what? never even heard. Well, uh, most of those I'd never even heard of. I heard yeah. about, about half of them. Yeah. Despicable like, Me like, 3. Yep. Wait, they were responsible for Despicable Me 3? They did something related to Despicable Me 3. Okay. I've only ever seen like maybe bits and pieces of it because I can only take Steve Carell in any form in very limited doses. Yeah. Very. I, I think I feel the same way about Jack Black. Just like very, just like a garnish. A garnish of, a garnish of Jack. I did okay. like Pick of Destiny, though. For some reason the, the, the pick of destiny has its like dumb charm to it yeah <laughs> i think i think like one tenacious d movie like you watch one of those like every couple of years that's that's kind of like it's like your radiation dose limit mm, yeah but what was the one where you played the mexican wrestler nacho libre oh god that's such a great movie I never saw it. Nacho Libre is actually pretty pretty funny, for then, even for being a kid's movie. But and then that's... you can catch him in King Kong or yeah. that Foo Fighters uh, song. I don't think Ready I've seen to that Fly. Movie. Oh man, Ready to Fly. Oh, the King Kong movie. I know. I've never seen it. I just know that he's in it, and yeah. it's a bad movie. He mm. does a great job. Jack Black, anyway, does a great job in uh, Jumanji Two. Anyway, actually, yeah, he did. He did. But that's not Orgasmo. No, it's not. No. All right, Kyle. Why do you like Orgasmo? Yeah, no, really, why? <laughs> Hotlight is on. I'm I'm allowed to like dumb things as well, I believe. What? And the, one of the main reasons why I like this one so much is probably because despite the fact that it had a lot of like homer homophobic homophobic <laughs> undertones mm, and, and, and uh, a lot of like anti-religious like views, um, I don't know. It was just one of those movies that I actually like bonded well over a summer of getting stoned with a few of my friends in high school. So it's like this movie didn't come out when we were in high school. This movie had been out, but it had been passed down from like my friends, older siblings of like, oh, well, you guys are like 13 years old now. You've got to watch this movie. So uh, that, and, and yeah. since since it felt like we were kind of on the theme of like 90s like just kind of movies in general of the whole like this is a dick flick it seemed like an appropriate choice it is the dickiest of flickiest <laughs> it is the flickiest dickiest uh, it that sounds terrible the <laughs> dicky flick ow ow ow, ow, ow. <laughs> unless so... you're into that vondersex <laughs> <laughs> you get a free t-shirt um <laughs> Uh, any of any of the rest of us seen it before because I had, but it, I think it was only a few years ago going like, oh, you know, I never actually caught this. And I think I, Sabrina was like recalling of just like, we've seen this and we didn't enjoy it. 
That sounds accurate, actually. Yeah. That's that's how you view and discuss that My, movie. Uh, like our, our mutual friend and Kyle's partner, Greg, I know at least put it on once during like a house party thing. And like I maybe caught like the first 10 minutes of it. And then the party got bigger and too loud. and Everyone got drunk and it was just became like background yeah, you're noise. You're having a much better time. Well, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So. You, you turn back and you just notice people are having orgasms on the screen. And you're just like, that's a good time anyway. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely like one of those movies, though, where like. You, you watch it maybe like when it came out and you're super young and like I guess you kind of attach that humor maybe if that if that's like how things were for you but then when you watch it as an adult you're like oh man man this is bad <laughs> like I I never claimed it was good oh well no <laughs> no it's just that like you're, you're desensitized to it as a kid but then when you're an adult and you kind of like I don't know have a more well-rounded mind of your 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 brain is no longer soft. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's it's like having a dumb animal. You know it's dumb, but you love it anyway. I I, I did. I won't say I liked the movie, but I did enjoy it. I I I definitely enjoyed it. I yeah. still enjoy it. Eric, have had you ever seen it before? No, I didn't. I didn't know it existed until it was announced that we were going to watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, and you. Ac- <laughs> oh really? And you accidentally like thought had to check with me to make well, sure that you we spelled it with it with an S, and then I looked it up, and it's some sort of weird like Ital- erotic Italian from nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh wow, okay, we're doing we're digging real deep here. No, <laughs> no, I mean I'm I can be deep, but I'm not that deep. And then I I looked up basketball, I'm like, oh no. Oh there's a theme for me. What if you guys just did that one day? Like you 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 go through two movies and then one porno. Well I mean (laughs) that would be that would be akin to us doing Beauty and the Beast and then doing the Beast. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, This movie I did not know existed. I didn't know like the Trey and Parker duo did movies and I wish they hadn't. Oh, there you go. Um, shall we kick this off? Uh, I have to warn you that uh, of the two Trey, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker movies, this one has probably the weaker soundtrack because it's not filled with ska. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if get this ready. If it was just more ska, it would be like a thousand times That's better. actually in my notes, too, yeah. believe it or not. More so. ska. <laughs> so uh, get ready because this is your intro song. Are you pumped yet? I love that song. <laughs> you love I, it for the titties? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, because like, I, I, I heard that song growing up for some reason, not knowing it was from this movie, and I just thought that it was like some hilarious like pop song that everyone loved, right. and then it played during the intro, and I had no idea it was from it, and I was like, all right, 
Now I know where it's right. I think it's hilarious. Oh, it's a good, it's a weird, like, it's, yeah, dirty song. But I, I will say, I, we had two movies that have had like faux comic book openings and they've both been absolute wreck. <laughs> that is true. It is, it is following through the mall rats intro. So, I was like, ooh, this is not a good sign. I think, this, I think we can add this to our list of, of like warning signs. <laughs> know that, that if i ever have to create a movie and somebody's like let's just cut some costs and do some comic books at the beginning like no 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 one no. will ever watch it <laughs> be oh. interested if there's ever actually a movie that does like the comic book intro and everybody's like it's a gem it's the most amazing movie ever it's the schindler's list of comic book movies is it, is it like marvel or dc best? that has like the comic book little like uh marvel okay marvel i'll explain why they all suck yeah D- dc has the like oh we're gonna show you like some sort of like storm off in the distance and be like and here's the logo we're already sorry you had to see this <laughs> their new logo really should just be sad affleck <laughs> uh all right so let me tell you a little bit about orgasmo Spelled with a Z because it's Zany. the 90s. Orgasmo is a 1997 American satirical superhero sex comedy film. Dear God, this is written. This is a <laughs> this is a sentence on the internet. Oh my God. This is, what is this a satire of? Of comic book heroes, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, it's no. There's an arc to it. Like it. it I, it's a satire of comic book heroes, Mormons, and the porn adult film industry yeah. or like a cartoon version of the porn industry yeah there you go so this film was written and directed by trey parker and produced by matt stone it is parker and stone's second film following as we mentioned the 1993 cannibal the musical which received distribution from trauma entertainment in 1996 hmm. uh so yeah orgasmo shall we get down to it Oh, let's get in there. Let's uh, let's, let's really penetrate this. I, uh, I can't, I can't even. Stuntcock. I can't even be <laughs> fucking asked to make a sex joke here. <laughs> They've all been taken, honestly. <sighs> all right, sex joke. This is like one. Of, this is one of the most unsexy movies I've ever seen. I don't think it's say. meant to be sexy. I would really, I would be really, well, really I know, weirded out if it was. If somebody was just like, "Oh man, if it's a late night, I just pop on Orgasmo and just start going to town." <laughs> it's, it's what you watch on like Elvira's Up All Night on USA at fucking three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it's, I know it's like a comedy, but even still, it's like oh, this movie is just like. Uh, well, we have every man Mormon missionary Joseph Young assigned with his mission partner to Los Angeles, where he finds the city to be a hostile and un, uh, unenthusiastic place for their work. The problems worsen when they knock on the door of a sleazy porn director, Max Orberson, and several security guards are sent to dispose of them. Joe defeats all of them single-handedly with a variety of martial arts skills. Impressed by his performance and bored of his current project's lead actor, Orbison attempts to hire Joe to be the title character and lead of his pornographic superhero film, Orgasmo. Joe is conflicted because of his beliefs, but the salary offered would pay for a wedding in the Temple of Utah, where his fiancée Lisa has expressed a, song, a strong desire to wed. Joe reluctantly accepts, despite being given a sign from God, which is a pretty good scene. I, I like how this is put out the scene where she's like, $20,000, like, I could almost buy us a house. Yeah, in Utah back then. Yeah. Fuck you, movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taunting us. Yeah, that would, that is definitely, like, back in the days of just, like, 
yes, this is the 90s when houses were cheap and also Utah where nobody lived but the Mormons. Mm. Right. That's supposed to be all right. It's supposed to be kind of rocking. I mean, granted, you still, the liquor laws are real archaic and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anything, guess the, uh, the scene where they have the, any sign from God and there's an earthquake and essentially like it shatters the like image of Jesus on his table. And he's like anything any, at all. Yeah. I, I think that leading up to this scene, my favorite moment is the part where he's fighting all the security I was just guards about to talk about that because that come on that part where like they all suddenly come out and then who's the guy? Is it, is that, is that Matt playing or no, that's, that's Trey, right? That's Trey Parker. Yeah. yeah. Trey Parker. He's just like. All these security guards come out and very much like in the style of like an old kung fu movie, yeah. just like oh yeah, <laughs> and just like goes to town and like the, they do like the zoom, like the really corny zooms that they do in those movies. I thought it was a really hilarious setup. It's like it's yes, that's a, a a breath of fresh air, which will thank, not come back. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they cracked a window in the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, settle in because get ready for some. Get ready for some anti-comedy. Oh, and, and th there's a lot of, like, weird juxtaposition of this, of just, like, the fact that he is, like, a Mormon, and just, like, the, the conversations he has with Lisa is just, like, Jesus and I love you! Yeah, Jesus and I love you, too! <laughs> you know. Oh, it, my gosh. And that, uh, in line with, like, all the, like, completely ridiculous stuff happening at the porn, the, the porn studio. Yeah, uh, w can we go ahead and talk about Mullet Guy first? Oh, uh, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, played yeah. by Matt Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Who is just like, he'll he'll just start up a conversation and then immediately, like, jump into the next part, which is always someone like, I don't want to sound, what, how, what is this particular phrase? I'm I don't want to sound like, like a queer, queer or nothing, nothing, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll say some other non sequitur. Yeah. That's yeah. a hilarious reoccurring bit in this movie. It, it was it was a dead horse that they were beaten with that, but I, I thought he was. One of the more I don't want to say charming characters. Well, definitely but... of the of the porn brigade, he was about the only other charming character. Yeah, I, I enjoyed <laughs> just about every moment of him on screen. Yeah, oh, come on, like you don't you don't like Ron Jeremy putting on a like like Lawrence Olivier level performance in this movie. <laughs> he was actually supposed to be um, was it Max Orbison, but he they was. realized he couldn't act. Mm. <laughs> Well, he's never really had to, I don't think. He's just been a porn director, and anything that he's been in, he didn't really have to say anything except for fuck some chick with his enormous cock. Mm. It is pretty big. Pardon my lingo. I'm just trying to get in no, the No, no, no. I understand. Sorry, I had something in my throat there. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the enormous dick? <laughs> Whenever I talk about Ron Jeremy's penis, I get a lump in my throat. <laughs> I'm glad so. someone said it. <laughs> All right, guys. Just let that joke go. There it is. Uh, Joe finds the crew of the film intimidating, but manages to friend co-star Ben Kapleski, a technical genius and graduate from MIT who works in the pornographic industry to satiate his overactive libido. He plays Orgasmo's sidekick, Chota Boy, who assists Orgasmo with designing uh, with specially designed sex toys, including Orgasmo's signature weapon, the Orgasmorator, a ray gun that forces orgasm upon whomever it is fired. Ben invites Joe to his home later on and shows Joe a real working Orgasmorator Ben has built. And he and Joe spend an evening using it on unsuspecting citizens for amusement. Story, <laughs> you know. story is so dumb. <laughs> It's dumb, but I, there are there are points during when, when they're actually using the gun where there's like something legitimately funny, and then it's immediately followed by something that's just like really dry and awful and kind of like kills yes. the joke that they did. And they do something really funny again, and then they just 
cut it down again. Yeah, no, the, 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 the scene where he shoots a police officer and the police officer just starts humping the guy. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, yeah, no. That, I, that's I uncomfortable. Yeah. I love the whole, like, finger licking, like, the rubbing <laughs> yeah. it up is crack. It's just like, come on. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so special. <laughs> what a special movie you gave us. I, it is. It's really it dumb. Is. <laughs> all right well you ready for a real smart scene because now we're moving on to the sushi bar yeah because we can't oh. like the guy have weird 90s like ethnic stereotypes too at a sushi bar owned by ben's japanese friend g fresh the two witness a group of thugs vandalizing the bar and attempt to force out g fresh so their dance club next door can be expanded we should we should explain this a little bit g fresh owns a japanese restaurant and is japanese but he talks, he's, he's pretty much like, yo, yo, homeboy, how's it going? Why but, Why is that his his character, though? I, because it was a stupid stereotype in the late 90s that most Asian or Japanese people in America were trying to emulate black culture. Oh. Right. Because it was popular to do so. And okay. it was, and it's, and it's zany, and it's, because this is a comedy movie, and we're going to put these fucking hilarious scenes in it. It was, it's going to be funny. It was flat on its face the moment the door opened. Actually, I shouldn't say black culture in particular, more like rap culture, but still. Yeah, well, it a, yeah, it, the 90s conception of black culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, By the way, it does not hold up very well. I, <laughs> <laughs> the culture of the movie. The movie? Ooh. <laughs> Later on, when Ben and Joe are not present, G-Fresh is coerced to leave. Upon finding out, Joe and Ben don costumes and use their film props and the Orgasmerator to sneak into the club and steal back the contract G-Fresh was forced to sign. Joe is agitated after nearly being shot in the head, but Ben is excited to finally being a real superhero. So this is, uh, this is way before, um, what was that movie? Kick-Ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine, imagine Kick-Ass, but worse and, like, witless in every possible way. <laughs> By the way, I feel like we're already halfway through this movie. Yes, oh, we are. Oh, no, we totally are. It, it was it's not quick. a long movie. Yeah. No. It, it's felt like, barely... it felt like it. I, I, I had to get, like, three sittings to get through this movie. <laughs> like, it, it, the definitely the beginning parts is a lot of the, like, okay, we're going to have a lot of sexy humor right now. And like, oh, so there's a lot of stuff that doesn't play on us describing the scenes when it's just like, you know, uh, one particular scene that comes to mind is the T-Rex scene, which I was uh, like, oh uh, boy. That's kind of my favorite scene. It's just. <laughs> er, it's, burr, er, er, it's, burr, it's all voiced over by, by oh. uh, Trey, I believe. And that's just this kind Cartman of what voice. made it funny for me. No, not his Cartman or, voice. It's it's just that 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 deep. Yeah, voice I was that he a, makes. I was able somehow to disassociate the actress that was playing that scene and the voice because I thought the voice was hysterical for mm-hmm. what it was and what was going on. The you scene itself is kind of yeah. Yeah, The whole joke of the scene is just like, oh, he has to have sex with a fat woman. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Funny. It, it was pretty tasteless in that regard. Uh, we're getting. This movie. What is the budget for this movie? I tried looking, but I didn't see anything. They made six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> six hundred thousand. Six hundred and three, I think, is what it was. Mm. Uh, six hundred and two. Yeah. Uh, actually, it is so specific. It is six hundred uh, and two thousand three hundred and two dollars. There it is. <laughs> Did movie tickets cost two dollars back then? <laughs> I I think they probably spent the same amount of money. Making this movie, yeah, this movie like looks like 
absolute garbage. Yeah. So. This is this is you walk into the studio, you walk out breaking even, and you're like, hey, you want to go back in there and make another one? <laughs> I got this great idea. It involves two sports in one. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a rotating door on that studio, basically. So, meanwhile, Max Orbison releases the original Orgasmo, and it just so happens. So the main thing that is happening is our... Our valiant hero, Joseph, is just like, okay, listen, it's a porn. It'll, it, nobody is ever going to pay attention to this. Nobody's going to associate it with me. It's fine. I can just do this and make some money, and it's not a big deal. Turns out Orgasmo becomes like the third highest grossing movie of all time. What was it? It was like Will Jurassic Park, Star Wars. And I'm then... just, it, the, the ridges feel good. Oh. Are we still talking about the movie? <laughs> I'll set this pen down. <laughs> In air quotes, pen, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the... Where were we? God, we got off track there. We were. We stopped at T-Rexar. We had a moment. The, the movie then... got extremely popular yes. when, it, when yeah. it came out. Gross One of the highest three. grossing films. Yeah. And then... You were mentioning something it. about what were the top two, which was like Star Wars and Jurassic, and, Park. And Jurassic Park. Yeah. And then uh, Porn Director Guy had a good laugh about that because it's suddenly a rounding success. We didn't have a new fucking Star Wars movie in 97. No, the, the original Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, like the, the, the remaster or whatever? No, the original released? Star Wars. The the first issuing I think of Star they, Wars. In, in the movie, it's like, these are the highest grossing movies of all time. It's, oh, of all time. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I right. thought it was like, it was like, you know, like the top 10 or top 100 movies right now. It's just like, eh. No, it no. was all time, like, cash earners. And he was like, well, ha ha, I've so, made so much money. Is this, he's like, his wife sees it at the movie store. Yes, She's, she hears him. Yeah, she hears. They're his, just playing. They're just playing a porno movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. but he but he hides uh, the truth from her, saying that he's in Death of a Salesman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, though and that, then they got to film the sequel. That <laughs> rental store scene is actually does have a really good part because one they have all of the like Christian films yes. and it's a whole yeah. bunch of like you okay, know yeah, Jesus pulp, Jesus and me and pulp Jesus pulp, yeah. <laughs> um, but basically there is a the the part where she's just like. Oh, excuse me. What's that movie up there? And he's like, "What? You you don't know what that is? Like, have you been living under a rock or something?" She's like, "Oh no, I'm from Utah." He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that they're just playing a porno like on the one of the m main monitors out in the front of the movie store. Oh yeah, it's that good. And there's that little kid playing with like the action figures yeah. of what the heck? This is a this it's is an zany. It's 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 a crazy world. <laughs> this is. This is an alternate reality that I might actually be okay with. <laughs> oh God, I don't want to live in a world. I, I I don't want to live in a world created by these two like chuckle fucks who made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Orgasmo becomes an amazing success both financially and critically, and Orbison withholds Joe's paycheck to keep him in town long enough to announce a sequel, which uh, asked Joe to reprise his role. Tempted with a doubled salary, Joe is confronted by his fiance, who has found out what he's been doing and leaves him. Facing production difficulties and harassment from Orbison's unsympathetic nephew A Cup, Joe tries to back out of the project, but Orbison refuses. A Cup is the most amazing asshole in the face of this planet. Like, I, there is not we, a creature that has ever been made in a movie that is more of a just like douche than him. He really I, owned that part. He was the ultimate fucking douchebag. Like, we, we also, ultimate. We also skated over like the one line in this movie that made me laugh, which is the like, when his wife is leaving him, she's like, 
I hope you're happy with the life that you've chosen. <laughs> yeah, so you quote Dickens, Dickens at me in my house. Yeah. She's walking away to my house. It was so out of left field. It was yeah. hilarious. Okay, like and I, 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 I had a genuine laugh at that. And, yeah. then, and then I went back to just like stone faced queasiness for the rest of the movie. I Ugh. hope I hope I haven't damaged what friendship we do no, have, Eric. It's, um, no, I, I get it. It's just like, oh my god. Like I've I, I've been to I, I've been to children's funerals that are funnier than this movie. Oh man! <laughs> oh my god! Remember that part where a cup farted? You need farted? to invite me to more children's funerals. <laughs> a, a cup would fart, and then he would like push the fart forward. Like, Merry Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Joe stands up to him, Orbison has Lisa kidnapped to force Joe into agreement. When Ben founds out that the thugs who assaulted G Fresh were also working for Orbison, he joins Joe in storming Orbison's mansion before Lisa can be forced to perform in one of Orbison's films. You know, willingly, completely not rape. Yeah, completely not rape. No, no, I, I love how they tried to like you know make it okay with like what was it the one guy working the camera in the background is like man these European films are weird. It's just like it's not a European uh, film though. Yeah, good and funny they. They're, they're like storming the castle while all that's going on and just that dog scene was so awkward oh yeah was, yeah that was it, oh, it went on too long on the dog and then yeah. just having the dog at the door just still going going to town sabrina was laughing at that <laughs> <laughs> i think she just likes dogs uh, uh, I'm uh, not touching that one. Nah. <laughs> Good. Uh, fighting through Orbison's group of henchmen, Joe and Ben meet their match in A Cup. Joe helps Ben overcome a mental block from childhood that forces him to repress the hamster-style discipline of martial arts, allowing Ben to beat A Cup. That was dumb. It really was. That was the dumbest story for it's like, I'll never do hamster style again. I, I okay, did, son. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like how they did go back in time just to like, because it, it made it seem like it was this like deep backstory that had some baggage to it. But he's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. His dad's like, all right. I, I, I thought it was pretty hilarious. But see, it's funny because it's hamster and he's a small guy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I, hey, at least he gets less, like, more love in this in Orgasmo than he does the next movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even realize because I, I watched Basketball first before I watched Orgasmo. Like recently, and I didn't realize that he was in both movies. And he he's been doing acting ever since, just in a lot of smaller things. And I do feel a little weird considering the fact that the first image for him on his IMDb profile is just him as Chota Boy going Err! with a big dong oh, on top of his head. I'll bet you him. anything he chose that. I'll bet he's got a great sense of humor. I bet he does. It, he's he's probably done pretty good considering the fact that he's friends with you know those two. Mm, true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So after the weird, these like weird, like juvenile '90s comedies, people and they have this weird, like kingly court of like people who like follow them around. This is like Adam Sandler and like David Spade and Chris Rock. Oh, true. I or... think that I think that these two actually have a great standing relationship with like Jennifer Aniston. Believe it or not. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So after repairing his damaged orgasmorator, Joe repeatedly shoots Orbison with it, incapacitating him and capturing all the henchmen. Ben then blows up the mansion with another device, the cock rocket, destroying Orbison's base of operations. Joe and Lisa reconcile. She gives him her blessing to remain in Los Angeles and continue being a hero alongside Ben in a really weird and disgusting makeout scene. <laughs> 
I just want to say I really like how many times they had to make it very obvious that it was a poorly set up prop of the house burning. Right. <laughs> it was pretty comical. I'm sure it looked better on VHS. Oh, I don't think that <laughs> I, it looked any. I just think I think it was totally on purpose, yeah. and I loved that about it. <laughs> that, it was pretty good that it just looked that bad. <laughs> As the film ends, Orbison is seen in a doctor's office being told that after so many orgasms in a row, his testicles have swollen to the size of oranges and that surgical removal is the only option. A now insane Orbison declares revenge on Orgasmo as he will now be the personification of A-Cup's character and Orgasmo's nemesis, who is immune to the Orgasmerator, Neutered Man! <laughs> and we finally get that sequel. It's going to be so good, guys. Uh... I... I... I, I would watch it if it were at least straight to DVD, which I'm sure it would have to be. I, I hope that they, like, underline and bold the word straight to DVD. Because, because, of, because of how... No. Because that would be the joke that they would try and do. I don't want to sound like a queer now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Sancho. Yeah, too. him and yeah. Sancho get together at the yeah. end, presumably. <laughs> I'm Sancho. <laughs> what are your qualifications? I'm Sancho. <laughs> are you Sancho? No. No. I am Sancho. I am Sancho. Uh, is there anything else about this movie we no. should talk about? <laughs> There's uh, nothing that needs to be discussed. No. Is there anything that anybody I, wants to discuss? I just want to, like, the, the, I don't know how to exactly describe the style of humor in this one. It's like, it's like broad humor, but everyone is like, Everyone's mugging so hard. All the the jokes are like t-balled up. It's, it's it's not a work of art. It's not clever at all. That's my biggest problem. Like there there's no like every every joke is like, "Hey, did you see we did that?" It's funny. There was a there was a penis there. I, I think there are pinpricks where like some light of comedy does shine through that you do get like a pretty good laugh, and then they they, they immediately just like they, put something else in that. Immediately it out. like spackle that over. Yes. Like whoa 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 hold on. Yeah. Uh, I I remember liking very small bits of this movie like throughout the movie itself because it's. I mean, I appreciate it for what it was doing when it was made. It was it was definitely like still fresh off of like what they were able to do as far as making movies together, but it's like. Little things like uh, when he's talking to the older woman about about the Book of Mormon itself, not the not their wonderful production Broadway show, but like the actual like book that he's holding. And and she's talking about how when she's her age in the industry, you only get to do DVDA. Oh, God. Double vaginal, double anal. And that's the thing that I liked about the movies. There were several little moments like this because what you you have to turn it up to hear it. But at some point, she gets into the scene, and then you just see a bunch of guys on top of her, and you hear one guy say, hey, that's my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, there are these charming little, little bits hidden away that you have to, like, listen for, things that you have to look for in the background. And those are the things that I think really made it funny for me when I watched it, like, years ago. So you have to scavenge your nuts here in Orgasmo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Orgasmo is, like, a really nice bowl of fettuccine Alfredo. But there's like hair in it. There's there's a lot of hair. Yeah, there's a it's lot like of hair. You know it's you know it's good Alfredo, but you have to eat all that hair uh, or pick around it. <laughs> I, I I would more say like akin to for me, it's like 
imagine somebody got like a value size of Chex Mix, mm-hmm. like one of those giant like plastic like barrel sized ones, but they had left the o- the top open for like maybe a, a few weeks. So mm-hmm. it's a little stale. It's a little stale. Like you know that there's been a bunch of like dust that's gotten into it. Someone and, like, picked out all the good things in it too. Yeah. And... So there's like no more pita chips in it yeah. anymore. It's all just like the regular corn checks and like some of the like the little breadstick things. <laughs> but since those are like those have essentially gone soft. You have to like dig deeper into a like lower layer to mm. e- to even get anything good. Yeah, and even you, you have to essentially reach to find something good about yeah. this movie. I think that's a pretty good assessment. Yeah, <laughs> I still enjoy metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I, he's used in at least three movies. Yes, he's, he's my, really hungry. My checks rating scale. <laughs> yeah, always depends on how many pita chips are still in the checks. <laughs> I mean, as long as there's rye chips, I'm happy. I know those are the best. I love. I I feel like the the selling point for the comedy in this movie was like, can you believe this is in this movie that you're watching? Oh well, that's the because <laughs> like I think a lot of people try to be really edgy with their movies back then. But it's so it's so bloodless. Yeah, it's like oh, they're like there's there's a dildo on the screen and they're talking about sex. Like, isn't that funny? That's funny. It's really funny. It makes a great joke. It's definitely one of those movies that, like, when you're a kid and you're with your yes. friends, you're like, guess what I have? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't tell mom, but we're going to watch Orgasmo. We're going like, to get baked, and then we're going to watch this. Yeah. Right. It, it was It was actually akin to, like, the times when I actually had people over me like, hey, hey, do we're, we're having the sleepover. You actually want to watch porn? And, like, nothing ever <laughs> happened. You were just watching it in just mild fascination of just, like, this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. This isn't going to inspire anything or cause anything to actually happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this movie was just like, yeah, it, the, the, the comedy, like at least for me and it was just like, I, I could not find this movie like, like less funny. I got way more laughs out of this movie than Euro trip. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Easily. I think we're probably the opposite on yeah. the side oh. of the table. <laughs> Again, Soccer hooligan scene is a is a funny scene and a like well placed like European stereotype. I mean, for me, the the thing with orgasmo, and I think probably less so, but still definitely happens in um and uh, basketball is like there are pe- there are periods where it's like okay, that's a little funny. There are periods where it's like okay, I, I see what you're doing, but that doesn't really land. Yeah. There mostly there are parts that are meant just to be like, oh, okay, there's some shock comedy here. But for the most part, it's just like getting from those particular spots is boring. Yeah. Yes. That that yeah, this movie is largely very boring. And and not to say that, you know, the one before your trip certainly didn't have its long, boring stretches and bad comedy. Let's talk about Berlin again. But uh, you know, that's that, that, that just of our side. That's that's mine where I'm just like, hmm. Or- Orgasmo did really feel like you were on a crappy Disney ride that should have been closed <laughs> down four years ago, and yeah. you're actually like ready for it to end. It's just slowly yeah, you're, chugging you're, along. You're the gonna trail. hop out of there. It's the moment those bars come up. Yes, yeah. When you're done, yeah, but yeah. the movie keeps sucking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is. It is a simple, essentially the autotopia of you know. Of movies because it's just like oh this was a really cool concept in 1950 when cars were a new idea. <laughs> I yeah. found I, I I will I might be the minority. I found this movie uh, less objectionable than Basketball. Did you? Yeah. yeah for I, for being I a agree. movie about porn. <laughs> it's yeah it's 
but it's not like an insightful satire or anything. So like, I don't understand this movie does not need to exist. Well, <laughs> no, of course not. It does definitely doesn't need to exist, but I am so happy that it does. <laughs> yeah. Even though I think basketball ha- is better produced and better put together. I don't think so. Uh, well, I would say that orgasmo is at least a little more interesting because and, and I'll probably get to this next episode, but basically because basketball is a sports movie, it is going to have one plot, the one plot yeah. that is always in a sports movie. Like, so there is nothing new ever going to happen in that it's, movie. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, uh, I guess this was like, I, I guess this is, this has the faintest motion towards the original idea. It's an origin story for a porn-based superhero. That's that's exactly what Orgasmo is. It is nothing more, nothing less than an origin story for a porn superhero. Well, Kyle, how do you feel going back and watching Orgasmo? I mean, I'm going to watch it like 40 fucking more times. Oh, my I'm God. Dead, so. I'm watching it right now. I've got it on the screen. Check it out. That guy's got a shiny little cod piece on his pink suit. <laughs> Bring in the stunt cock. Stunt cock. <laughs> oh, and the fact that each time they just kind of like, yeah, do the smack to their ass yeah, before they do it. Smack your ass. Just get in there and fuck. I haven't smacked my ass yet. Just get in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, uh, what a weird movie. No, that's, yeah, that's 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 me. I I yeah, weird movie, weird person. I will. I love watching this movie anytime I get to watch it, or anytime I get to inflict it on anybody else. And and thus you did. I did inflict. Well, that 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 would be kind of my response. This felt like a movie, like to me, like watching it again, like actually watching it from start to finish. Felt like I was at a friend's house, like you got to watch this movie. It's really good. It's so funny. So funny. And then you humor them by watching it. Uh, (laughs) But I did legitimately laugh at some parts. Some parts were actually hysterical and gut bustingly funny. But overall, I don't. Oh boy, I'm watching a friendship die over here as Kyle just keeps the like it, eyes turned to trained on. No, nothing in this movie is Don't you dare it's not say it. it. No, it's not. And I, I I did find a lot of charm in it. I did like that if you there is like a bone structure for like a superhero <laughs> a kind of movie. Bone structure. Yeah, but there's no meat hanging on it. <laughs> Like, it, it's just the skeletal remains of something that had a lot of potential. It's been picked away at the cross. Yeah. yeah. He said bone. <laughs> Whip him with a earphone cord. <laughs> then he said meat. All right. I think we're losing brain cells. It's as if the air is being drawn out of this room. Um, anything else? Orgasmo. The movie is like a, it's like a sucking chest wound. <laughs> All right, shall we end with that? Feel my life ebbing away. <laughs> I try to stop it with a credit card, but it's not doing not doing it, and I will soon perish. Just not before the sequel. I still love you, Kyle. That's okay. I might be affectionate towards you as well. We for, we forgive you, but we don't understand it. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> All right. Well, next episode, our friend uh, our friend Gabe over here has got Ooh. a suggestion. Again, not the, my friend. The follow up. It's a basketball. What is basketball about? Uh, it's about two guys that I think want women, and they come up with a game so they don't look weird in front of these girls at a party, and then it just gets really out of hand. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
All right, that'll be basketball. That's next episode. Uh, we need to talk about our Patreon friends, and we need to come up with Orgasmo-style names for them. <laughs> oh, because our Patreon friends over at uh, patreon.com slash satfriendsclub, we have about eight of them. So uh, what are what are some appropriate Orgasmo-style names? Uh, I'm just going to say this one goes out to Tanya Hardon. <laughs> hmm. uh, Bait Boy. Uh, Glory Ho. No. Gloria, Glor- uh, Gloria, 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 Gloria Hole. Sure, <laughs> I think Gloria Hole works. Yeah. Okay. We we, we need more hmm. porn names. Man, I like Nancy. Come again. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, I didn't have any. I don't have any good porn names lined up. Sorry. We I, we don't watch a lot of porn. Walter Sport Sportaria. <laughs> Walter Sports. I mean, you could just say Walter Sports. That still works. Uh, Tony Cock. I mean, come on. This is easy, Uh, people. (laughs) You've been training years for this. All right. I think that's good. I think it's like the Space Mutiny names. Dirk Hardpeck. (laughs) Dick McRunfast. (laughs) We put our faith in Blast Hard Cheese. Crystal McThorne. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you can find us over if you still felt like you wanted to look at any of this more after this episode. This episode's over. It won't come back. Yeah. <laughs> Keep watching. Uh, you, you can go over to setfriendsclub.com or setfriendsclub on Twitter. We'll be back next week where we talk about big balls uh, and we talk about nets mm-hmm. and uh, psychouts and, and mm-hmm. fart jokes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a, a, a bas- basketball time. Peanuts. Trey. Parker and Stone are going to make a very it's make a movie that loses a lot of money. <laughs> oh, and like not like this one. No, I'm sure this one made almost nothing, but it also cost like probably nothing. I hope uh, this next one was a big budge for a like '90s dumb comedy, and oh boy, that money does not come back. <laughs> well, they were able to write off of their their you know. South Park money, so I think they're doing okay. Someone someone must stop them. All right, well, we'll do that next time. Uh, Till then, sleep well, everyone. Go away.